Hi, I'm Judy here with Baba Batra Perichet, Mishnah Gimel. So part of what we know about the laws of inheritance comes from the story of the daughters of Tzlafchad. Uh, Tzlafchad was a man in the, in the desert during the years between leaving Egypt, the 40 years until they entered the land of Israel, who died and left behind daughters, no sons. Those daughters brought the question to Moshe of what's going to be with inheritance. Do we get our father's portion or our sons? Moshe asks Hashem. Hashem says yes. It goes to these daughters. And the only uh, little trick here was that in order to keep property contiguous of the different tribes, they would have to marry somebody from their tribe so that if they married somebody else from a different tribe, and then the property would be this little island of some other tribe in the midst of their family's tribe. So that wouldn't work. So they have to marry somebody from their tribe. Fine. Now, the next thing you need to know just to make sense of this Mishnah is that according to this Mishnah, as Kumar explains, the inheritance was divided up basically uh, proportionately among all those who left Egypt, meaning a certain number of people left Egypt. The Torah says it was 600,000 men between the ages of 20 and 60. So go with that. Now then how many, were there men under 20, were there men over 20, how many women? Whatever number of people, you know, the, the people leave Egypt, the inheritance is divided by them. That's important because otherwise you could have one person leaving Egypt who then has 10 kids and they have 10 kids and all of a sudden by the time they get to the land of Israel, it's a very large family getting equal portions. That's not what happened. It's more so the other way around, that the person who leaves Egypt gets a portion so if you had a large family that left Egypt, even if they did not have very many children and uh, below the replacement rate, they had one child or whatnot, um, and the family tree got a little bit smaller, they would still get the same property because it's based off of who left Egypt. Even though there was a 40-year lag, whoever left Egypt, that was the pro rata portion of the land. So, the doors of Slavchad actually got three, relatively speaking, three portions uh, worth in the inheritance. Namely, they got their portion of their father who left Egypt, divided up among them, because he was somebody who left Egypt. They got a portion from their grandfather. Tzlevchad's father was named Hefer. Hefer had sons, so they got their father's portion. Hefer also died in the desert. So whatever would have been Hefer's portion, who also left Egypt, passed on to his sons. So divided among the sons, that portion devolves to, uh, gets over to, uh, to Tzlavchad. And then Tzlavchad's own portion, as well as his portion in his father's inheritance, all went to his daughters. The fact is that Tzlavchad was the oldest son of his father. In general, the, the inheritance is divided as the number of children plus one, and then divided out, and the oldest, the, the Bechor, if there's a firstborn son, gets two portions. So if a person has, let's say, three sons, the inheritance is divided into four, right, n plus one. So the uh, three sons divide the, the, the property of their father into four, the oldest son gets two portions, the next two sons each get one portion. Since Slavchad's daughters were inheriting their father's portion, that's one. Two, they were getting the a portion of their grandfather's property that had been divided among their father and his brothers, but their father was the oldest, so they really got a double portion in that. That's what we're calling three portions here.